0: Welcome to Sailorville Podcast. My name is Abe Miller. I'm here with Pat Nemmers, and uh, this is our third podcast that we have done in this series as we're talking about Transform from the Inside Out, which is our building project, which we're talking about our major building remodel from the inside out uh, with our existing building, right? The, um, The basement, the downstairs, and we actually did two other podcasts, Building with Our Borrowing and... God's faithfulness, where you talked about um, the four principles of why we don't borrow money to do the building, and then God's faithfulness through years, which was been it's been fun to kind of go down memory lane and um,
1: remember all those projects that we've done. And you know, if I would uh, go through those four principles of not borrowing, and our our listeners would probably have it memorized by now, don't you think? Let's, so I should let's do it. Do. So maybe they'll remember that the Bible. Uh, never encourages borrowing. And secondly, it always discourages borrowing. But borrowing is not outrightly prohibited. That's the loophole. And therefore, borrowing is not a matter of sin, but a test of faith. And on that basis, uh, uh, I've led Sailorville Church for 24 years now and the church I previously pastored uh, for several years to not borrow. Yeah, which is not
0: which is not normal, especially as we've talked to contractors and builders. They're like, uh, excuse me, uh, what are you guys doing? You don't have a bank? You don't have a backup plan? Like, no, nope, we're trusting God, which has been so cool to be a part of and witness over the years and just to see God's faithfulness, which we talked about in the last podcast. So go ahead and listen to those. Go go check that out. And this one, we're going to talk a little bit about the details of the project. Promise Sunday, which, was a, which is a big thing for us, which yeah. we've done multiple times. Um, so the project... Um, It's a big project, several million dollar project that to to re renovate the old building, which is really what's left here on our campus. We've kind of renovated the auditorium sanctuary. We've done the Sailorville Family Life Center, and now we're doing the basement and the main level office space there. So it's a big project. We've talked to our contractor. They've said it could be a 10 month project from start to finish. It's not a phased thing as we've looked at this project. It's kind of a one shot deal. We just finished up the counseling wing, which was great. That thing's rolling and moving. We just had people in there last week and they were making comments about how beautiful it looks and functional it looks and it's
1: been so, great to so see. So technically a two-phase thing, the one being right. done already.
0: Yep, so we're, we're gonna be doing that. And some of, some of those big things, I know a lot of people are saying like, wow, several million dollar project, what are we doing? I mean, that's a lot. I mean, which it's a major renovation. We're talking about um, the whole downstairs basement, which is the oldest part of our building? It needs a lot of work: plumbing, HVAC, electrical, um, water solution, which just is to make sure we don't get water in the basement. That's a big, big deal. Septic system, elevator, moving the kitchen, new um, youth room downstairs for our youth, which would that's going to be a big, big addition. Yeah, um, new office space. There's just a lot of things um, coming into this project as we look at it one of the things we want to talk about today though is promise sunday Mm -hmm. that's coming up in a week it's a big thing for us Talk to us a little bit about where did that come from? What's the history of it? And what can people expect as they come into this weekend? And as we talk about Promise Sunday, what is it?
1: Well, there's, you know, if you're not going to borrow money, if you've made the choice to not borrow money, and that's the choice we've made, then you either have to have all the money available, and then you can just start it, or you have to raise the monies. And uh, uh, in order to do that, you have to project, you know, you know when the monies are going to come in, how much money is being uh, promised to come in, and you kind of base how quickly you can get into that, uh, get into the construction. As you point out, it takes ten months to get done. So, the promise Sunday is not just a uh, is not a humanistic thing. It's it's not a it's it's not a slick. Uh, you know, uh, pulled out of thin air kind of a way to get people to start giving money or, or promise to give money before they actually give it. It actually has a biblical basis to it. In, uh, and I have my Bible open to Second Corinthians chapter uh, 8, which is a famous passage on giving. It's Paul commending these Macedonian believers. They're very, very poor. And uh, and yet they were giving. Out of their poverty they you talk about sacrificial giving, I know you'll probably right. come back to that, but uh, he says they were they gave out of their poverty and and the very first principle is he says they first gave themselves to to the Lord and then to us by the will of God, which is a that's the way all giving should be because you know Paul says this in Romans twelve that we are to be uh living sacrifices mm-hmm. you know uh as we dedicate ourselves to the lord first i i I beseech you brethren by the mercies of god that you you know present your bodies a living sacrifice wholly acceptable to god which is your reasonable service and and therefore and and so on but that's where all giving has to begin giving oneself first in salvation trusting jesus who gave himself for us and then we give ourselves back to the one who gave himself uh, for us and that's offering ourselves as a living sacrifice and that's all paul's talking about here in second corinthians but then he says something else and um and uh i wrote it i i made a copy from a different translation he says this right after that in this passage in second corinthians after he says you know the grace of our lord jesus uh he give, makes jesus the ultimate example though he was rich yet for your, for your sakes he became poor that through his poverty we might be made rich then he says this here is my advice I would, uh, it would be good for you to finish what you started a year ago. So these people, these Corinthians had made a promise and they started giving a year earlier. He says, uh, last year you were the first who wanted to give and you were the first to begin doing it. So he's commending them. He says, now you should finish what you started. Let the eagerness you showed in the beginning be matched now by your giving. Give in proportion to what you have. So, so there you have a basis, a biblical basis, even for making a promise to give, and then having ac- actually somebody else come in and say, "Hey, you made a promise. Now come through with that promise." So that's the basis for our promise Sunday. So, uh, as you know, Abe, I mean, this it starts with this. This Sunday, we're going to have a fireside chat uh, in the evening, and we've got a super exciting evening. I wish I could tell you one thing. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's going to really yep. start it off with just
0: don't want to miss it.
1: Don't want to miss it. Uh, and then we will unpack the elders. will then unpack what these uh, the big rocks are, as we say, in the in the building right. uh, thing and what why we all this money is going to. So there are people are very well informed about what we're looking at, what we desire, why we want to do it, why we sense the Lord is leading us to do this. And then assuming that they've offered their bodies as a living sacrifice, we're going to call them to make a promise the week, the following week you referred to on the 30th. Right. So that promise is based off of second Corinthians chapter eight. And it's, it's going to be based off information that they have in their mind. They'll now know, okay this is how much money sailorville church has in the bank uh and this is how much money we're gonna need to get this project uh off and going because as you say it's gonna take nearly a year to finish that actually works to our advantage because allows allows us to take up more monies if if that becomes necessary but that's that's the basis that's Mm. the reason why we have a promise sunday i think it's a good thing yep
0: yeah and and it It is great to call people to that. It it does give us a lot of direction as far as scheduling of when, you know, a lot of people have already asked when is this thing going to start? When's it going to get done? Well, it's really based off of the promise Sunday because that's what gauges how far we can go. And it's not a phase thing. So we need to raise a lot of money um, and Lord willing, it will come in obviously in God's timing when we can do that. So the promise Sunday, when, when, you know, they're going to fill out a card. We're going to have cards for them and stuff. But is this, is this my tithe for the year? Mm. Is this over and above? Do I have to, do I have to bring the money on promise Sunday? I mean, what, what are people supposed to be doing? Is this going I give monthly? And I can maybe talk a little bit about um, our giving platform planning center online about how they can do that. But what,
1: What's the expectation when they come in and fill that card out? What are they saying? Well, it's a pretty simple card, as you just referred to, and it just has a it has a slot. They're not putting their name down. They're not, you know, we're we We'll not, never know. We're never going to know, and we've done this a number of times, and I can tell you, and for those of you that are watching and never been a part of this, or you're not a part of Sailorville Church and you feel led to give, I'm just— <laughs> I'm You can asking, give. You, you can give if you want, but uh, but uh, we have never asked people to put their names on these things, and, uh, and we have always— received more than was promised. Mm -hmm. We've never received less. And uh, so that's really be, it's, it's a true trusting thing. If you, Abe Miller, write down that you're going to give X amount of money. uh, You know, we're not looking at your signature and that we're, it's between you and God and the pressure you have on your heart to be good for what you said by the end of the year. So they don't have to have all the money in right away. It's a, it's basically a year-long promise, mm-hmm. uh, and so we ask everybody to look at their. So you got to do the things you got to do. You got to look at your budget. You got to look at how much money you make. You got to look how much money you give because we trust that people are giving. Uh, you know, we encourage people to give a tithe. That should be the base point that you give. Uh, that's ten percent of your 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 earnings, and then this offering. Is over and above that. Mm-hmm. So this is not your time. The, the tithe is the expected thing. This is going into those margins that, um, that really challenges. Yeah. And you're, you're, uh, you're still relatively young. How many kids do you have? Five kids. And I know you're supposed to be the one asking the questions here, <laughs> but I'm assuming they still have uh, kid issues that they have to deal with and oh, yeah. money that has to be spent. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, my wife and I were just talking about this the other night about, man, we got, you know, braces and car issues and college and I mean, all those things that are going through our minds and, you know, all and and asking those questions. Yeah. Okay. Humanly, humanly, you look at the numbers, you look at your budget and you say, man, Lord, can we do this? Mm -hmm. Right. But then to ask that stuff, where's the step of faith in the middle of this, which we've been talking about. We've been talking about faith and what does that look like to step out in faith and say, okay, God, we're trusting you. Over and above what maybe humanly doesn't look possible on paper. Yep. And how, how does that look? And I mean, how, 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 what would you say to people even as they're right? We're praying about this We're thinking about this you and you and Maryland are thinking and praying about it. Like, how do you work through that? What would you say to the, to the people listening?
1: Well, I would say several things. Uh, first of all, I, I would tell the young person not to ignore the things you just mentioned. You have to do those. We don't want people to go in debt. I once had somebody accuse me. You're asking people to go in debt. I said, I've never asked people to go in <laughs> swipe debt. your credit card. Don't do that. <laughs> we don't ask people to do that. Uh, but we are asking you to give a thorough examination of what you have we are we are asking you if you're going to sacrifice you're going to go into the margins it's going to impact certain things like the extras uh right. that you have uh that you desire maybe it'll impact your savings that you the goal that you had in your savings uh from the year before maybe it wipes that out i don't know maybe it maybe just lowers it a little bit it might have something to do with the kind of car you're going to buy this year or the extra car or the, you know, that add on your vacation, you're going to take all those kinds of things you have to examine yourself on. And I've been there. That's we've because we've given, I think, sacrificially uh, to every one of these campaigns we've had, but it's different for me than it is for you. My kids are gone. Several years ago, my kids moved out of the house. I'm not responding. I'm not paying for dental work. I'm not paying for medical stuff. I'm not paying for clothing. I'm not, you know, we had 10 kids and we had like five refrigerators in our house. Okay. That's an exaggeration, yeah. but, uh, uh, it's not like that anymore. So my wife and I have a greater margin than we've ever had. We have the ability to give more than we've ever given. And it's our desire to give more than we've ever given to anything. Not because we're, we're, we're great people. I don't mean that at all. I I'm just being sensible here. Our margin is greater than yours. Yep. But that said, what, how much will we give that will hurt that will make it sacrificial that's where our challenge is right now and uh, that's where re- we're really thinking about it and by the way abe i would remind you of and i would remind our listeners to second corinthians chapter eight and nine you referred to chapter nine that god loves a cheerful giver. cheerful giver and that's the he, that's where we get our english word hilarious from that word cheerful mm-hmm. he you know it's hilarious giving uh, i'm gonna re I, earlier we talked and you asked me a question. Yeah. What was that question? Yeah. My question was, um, have you ever, have you ever seen
0: someone sacrificially given all the years that you've been a pastor, they've sacrificially given and it's backfired
1: or like they ended up worse off. I just, I busted out laughing in my office when you shared that because it just was so funny. It was a funny question because no, the answer is absolutely an emphatic. No, no, no one in the history of man has ever been able to outgive god right. yep. and we have the malachi 210 promise from god the only time in scripture that he calls us to test him in our giving and uh, so it's not possible and and in fact most people who get in the place of giving sacrificially end up saying at the end of the year, I can't believe we actually have as much money as we had before, or or it didn't hurt as bad as we thought it would. And, and we're okay. We're not going to the poor house and we're not in debt, uh, because God loves cheerful givers. That's why. And we have that. And we have that, um, example of the Macedonians, um, something, I'm going to say something, Uh, a well-intentioned individual came to me here the other day in our church. Good, good individual, great guy but he heard some other teaching on the subject of giving. And uh, I had alluded to the widow with two mites in my message last week. And uh, this individual had heard that really Jesus was criticizing her because the truth is uh, having given all of her money to the coffers, she put herself in the place of poverty and God would never have any of us do something like that or some such thing. I looked at him and I said, are you really going to say that anybody in the right mind reading that passage of scripture would look at that as if Jesus was chastising her? I think that's that. To me, I think that's that's crazy thinking. Yeah. That's not he wasn't doing it. And if, and if he was criticizing the woman with two mites, then. Paul was criticizing the Macedonians for giving out of their poverty. Yeah. It's the same thing. And clearly, if you read that, he's commending them for that. So I really would challenge every listener here in your giving. Uh, if your margin is large, you're in my age bracket. Your kids are out of the house. The monies are a little more free. Uh, you're, not, you're not wondering where it's going to come from. at the. I mean, we, we had a lot of those months in the earlier days. You're not like that. And you and you're you're growing your savings I'm not criticizing you for doing that or having the savings or thinking about your kids' future but why not invest in the kingdom of God and be blessed for so doing that's what I would challenge you and then I would challenge all the younger people such as yourself and younger uh, not to not to not to throw caution to the wind but really trust the Lord and uh and and to find out what he might want you to give sacrificially yeah, yeah I think that's great because a lot of times maybe when you're
0: younger, you can think, Oh, I can only give X, Y, and Z amount of money. You know, I wish I could give more. And, and somebody else, like you said, somebody else can give more, but really it comes down to, like you said at the beginning, your heart, your love, your love for the Lord and what he's done for us personally. Yep. But then like, what's the sacrifice, right? Everyone's going to have to sacrifice. The amount of the money is probably not the issue there. It's probably your heart, Yep. right? Yep. And my understanding of God's faithfulness, and I think that I think sometimes we can just look at this as like it's just a money thing, it's just a money thing, mm-hmm. yeah but it's a hard thing, right? It is also a hard thing of man i I want control, I want to hold on to it, I want to have security, I want to have safety, I want to be able to figure everything out and and god God's testing us, yeah because it it isn't more than just a money thing, it's a heart thing, it's a sacrifice thing, and I think that's that's what's exciting to hear about even the stories and that we've heard about before that people have, like, yeah, you can't outgive give God. <laughs> yeah. I, I sacrificially gave and it was a train wreck. I mean, we've never heard that. Yeah. We've never that, heard it. I
1: mean, it's and crazy. You say, and you said God's testing us, but the reality is this is the one opportunity for you to test God mm. and uh, yeah. I would challenge yeah, that's you great. to do so. Yeah. That's very good. Let me, let me just quickly talk
0: about um, the giving part Um coming up on promise sunday we did talk about giving a lot of people use planning center online that's how we do our giving um and people still give you can still give checks and cash and do all that stuff but i mean on planning center those of you that have used planning center you can set up reoccurring multiple reoccurring so you can give to the general fund and you can give to the building fund on planning center so that's something um, to look into but that you can do both of those so Mm -hmm. you can you can monthly have stuff or you can pay at the end like you said you can you can write one big check at the end or at the beginning. I mean, it's, it's just within 2022. That's the promise. Right. So any last words for um, listeners is just one last thought as far as giving and just testing God like you were talking about. And then we can wrap it up here for this last one.
1: I'd wrap it up by saying one of the characteristics of God that I preached on last Sunday is his faithfulness. Mm-hmm. As I challenged our people to be faithful. God is faithful. He will not let you down. He will bless you and reward you for first knowing him personally, trusting him completely, uh, giving your body as a living sacrifice. And if you do that, the sacrifices you give financially will be a small thing compared to that. Mm -hmm. And I encourage you to consider that as we enter this great building, Trans, uh, you know, you know, transformed. I'm looking right Right. this building campaign transformed from the inside out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I just appreciate your, your leading over the years of leading in this. I mean, there's been pushback. I, you and I have talked about pushback. We've had people come to us and say, borrow, you know, follow this, plan and we can figure it out, you know, and, and you have led us through that, which I just super appreciate. So thanks for, thanks for coming in. Thanks for sharing the, those, those principles of not borrowing leading us in that way. And it, it is great to be at a church where we don't have that debt um, hanging over us and we can continue to keep moving forward. We can continue to plant churches. We can continue to do ministry, send out missionaries. That's a great feeling. So thanks for leading in that. Thanks for sharing with us. And uh, thanks for everyone listening uh, this afternoon. Check out those other two podcasts too. If you haven't listened to those, those are really good as well.
1: Amen. Thanks. Goodbye, everybody.